The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing. Uh, This is Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media. Uh, Gerson Health Media is at uh, www.gersonmedia.com, and we invite you to stop in and uh, and look at our uh, website. We're very proud of our website. It has an awful lot of great information, including all kinds of literature, books, uh, DVDs, testimonials about the Gerson therapy, uh, about people who beat the unbeatable like Betsy, uh, and... Um, and who uh, and who told their story right on the Gerson uh, uh, Gerson Media website? So join us at GersonMedia.com. You can leave your email address and get uh, weekly bulletins about uh, uh, about upcoming events and uh, new literature and new translations that are coming along. And um, and uh, guests on our uh, guests on our Power of Natural Healing show. Well, today we have Betsy Heilman uh, on the show, and uh, for those of you who have actually seen some of our documentaries, like The Gerson Miracle and, uh, and uh, The Beautiful Truth, Betsy Heilman is on two of our, uh, uh, of our documentaries. Uh, Steve Crushel, when he was down, in, uh, down at the Gerson uh, Hospital in Mexico back in 2003, uh, took uh, uh, filmed Betsy, uh, who had just arrived in terrible, terrible condition, uh, and this was three days after she arrived, and she was already doing much better. And here to tell you her story now, ten years later, ten years later, um, is uh, is Betsy Heilman, who's joining us from Talkeetna, Alaska which is about 75 miles north of Wasilla, Alaska, which you know from uh, Sarah Palin fa- uh, fame. Uh, and it is right at the f- base in the, in, the, in the approaches to uh, Mount McKinley, which is also known up there uh, in Alaska by the natives as, uh, as uh, Denali, Denali. Betsy, welcome to the Power of Natural Healing. Thanks, Howard. You sure uh, you sure went through a lot to get to us today. Uh, bad phones and uh, getting flying from from uh, San Diego to Alaska, and uh, <laughs> you really went through it. It's it's quite a trip being being here in the northern wilderness. It, it, it must well it must be quite a trip. I mean, having having met you, I know that you're 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 a wonder woman. 
um, you having having survived what you survived, uh, you're not afraid of anything. And um, and and one of the things I know about you is you love to share with others uh, the story of your uh, of your phenomenal trip back from the edge of extinction. Um, Betsy, when you were first told you had terminal ovarian cancer, what did you think and do? That's a terrible thing that most people, that just, it just crushes most people's spirits. Yeah, I was at the Mayo Clinic, and when you're at the Mayo Clinic, you have a team that works on your case, I don't know, maybe three to five people, and then there's a director of the team who's a senior doctor of whatever department you might be, um, you know, working with. So, so they came in, there was five doctors and the director, and they explained to me that I had extra ovarian primary peritoneal carcinoma, which is a metastasized ovarian cancer, that I was in the end stages of my cancer. This was your first, the, your first knowledge of it. You were in the end stages. That's yep. That's oh what my. I was. Oh my! Oh <laughs> my! That's a nasty surprise. Yeah, it was pretty shocking. I was hoping I actually hadn't even thought that I had cancer. I I knew it was bad, but I didn't think it was that. Uh, so it was it was quite shocking. Um, and so they proceeded to, you know, drop. Did they, did they tell you approximately, um, how long you had uh, before, before you couldn't sustain life anymore? They told me I had two to six months and that if I did the, you know, A-line chemotherapy for ovarian cancer, that they may be able to extend my life. Two years. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. How many people had actually lived five years after that kind of a diagnosis? Well, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have the details of that, but as far as I know, I'm the only survivor at the Mayo Clinic with that diagnosis. Oh, my. Oh, my. So, so, uh, uh, so what did you do then? Well, the doctors left the room, and I cried like a baby. Then I did a very unusual thing, I think, because I picked up my address book and I called everybody I knew and I told them the diagnosis that I just had and had a conversation with them. Um, there was a moment there in, you know, after the crying where I realized or I felt like I just wanted to run and hide. And, you know, there's all, every feeling comes up in fear and resentment and anger and sadness. And I realized that I had to reach out, even though my instinct was not to. I realized that if I wanted to stay alive, that I had to reach out. And together with that was an very interesting insight for myself, which was that I was more afraid to live than I was to die. What? And that was a real challenge to me when I saw that. What do you mean more afraid to live than die? Yeah. Well, I had suffered with 
um, you know, mild chronic illness my whole life, migraines, infections. Um, so at that point, I was already into many of the self-healing arts just to maintain a general feeling of wellness. And, you know, when you're, when you're suffering like that and when you're young, it, it's very hard to imagine, you know, you know, feeling like having pain for the rest of your life. Yes. So that was part of it. Um, I kind of saw when, you know, when I was told that, that I was dying, that I was going to die, that I sort of felt like, wow, I can, you know, this is like a way out, you know. Uh, and when I had that thought, I thought, this, oh, this that's... Patch. How, how old were you at the time, Betsy? I was 34. 34 and ready to die. Pretty much. Wow. Wow. But you must have been in in pretty rough shape for your whole life in order to feel that way. I wasn't feeling so, so good. I, it's interesting because having, you know, grown up with, you know, even just as a child, you know, five, four years old, I was already, you know, suffering from headaches. I was also diagnosed dyslexic. I, after I went to school, to elementary school, I had chronic bladder infections. Um, you know, I got pretty much anything you could get in the chicken pox and colds and flus and whatnot that came along. And however, once I chose to do the Gerson therapy, I can see now that because I was so sick, you know, I was able to see how important it is to really follow strictly what the books say about how to do the Gerson therapy. Well, let me, let me back, back, up for just, back up for just a moment, uh, Betsy. Um, what, how did you find out about the Gerson therapy? I have a background. My academic background is in environmental studies, world religion, and art. I was also a backcountry guide and a yogi from a very early age because my father was part of the consciousness raising movement. So I was turned on to a lot of that stuff, even as a child, meditating and um, doing yoga, you know, going into the woods. I was paddling a canoe by the time I was like, well, I was in a canoe from being a baby and I was paddling, you know, as soon as I could pick up a paddle. So <laughs> I spent a lot of time in the woods and um, as well with the yoga. It was making those phone calls. I right away received several emails and a couple of them were from the yoga community and mentioned the Gerson therapy. Really? So, so you had lots of friends. You had you had several friends at least who knew about the Gerson therapy and thought that maybe it could do you some good. I would say I had a couple. I, I mean, I know specifically the I know the two people, and I mean, I could name them that told me about the Gerson therapy. There wow. were really were only two, um, but they were both yogis. So, um, and you looked and you looked into it. Yeah, I, well, at first I looked into it. I looked into everything. Um, right off the bat, 
Okay, so after the team of five people left, after they told me they had cancer, then like within a half an hour or so, they sent in the oncologist that was going to be designated, you know, my oncologist throughout my treatment. And it's kind of a funny story, those first few moments, because there was a chair that he came and sat in across the room. And of course, I was reeling in my mind and emotionally and mentally in every way and right away trying to figure out how am I going to navigate through this. And I'm going to have to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're coming up on a break. Um, and uh, so just, just hold that thought. Uh, and and um, this is Howard Strauss of um, The Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media. We're talking to Betsy Heilman a 10-year survivor, probably the only 10-year survivor of, of the diagnosis she got at, uh, uh, at the Mayo Clinic um, of extra ovarian primary peritoneal sarcoma. Is that right? Carcinoma. Carcinoma, sorry. Uh, and uh, and she, um, uh, she is sharing her story of, of uh, struggle and survival in, under the most difficult of circumstances in, uh, from, from, from Alaska to do the Gerson therapy. I can't even imagine. Um, stay with us. We're, um, we'll be right back after the break, and we, uh, uh, we invite you to, uh, to come back and hear the rest of Betsy's story. It's a great one. listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you figured out what's not working in your sex life? Could you use a little help? Join your host Tamaron for Let's Figure It Out Intimately. Tamaron has had both highs and lows in her sex life. She uses her experiences to teach you some basic techniques on how to create more fun, intimacy, and pleasure. Her guests also come from the sexual health and wellness industry. And together, Tamaron and her guests will help you get the sex life you've always longed for. Let's figure it out intimately. Airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. No matter what our age is, health deserves our utmost attention. But how do you achieve optimal wellness? Tune in to Ask Lorna Live. Your host, Lorna Vanderhaeg, will provide research-backed solutions that will have you feeling fit and fabulous. It all comes down to hormones. We'll show you how it works with mainstream medicine along with nutritional medicine. Listen for Ask Lorna Live every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing, folks. Uh, thank you for staying with us. This is Howard Strauss, uh, brought to you by, by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, where we invite you to stop in, leave your email address so that you can get all kinds of great information. Uh, we will not use your email address for anything but sending you information from us. We won't share it with anyone. Um, and, uh, and, and, and our website has all kinds of great literature, uh, DVDs, information, not just ours, but also that of many other uh, health, uh, health modalities of people who have uh, healed on the Gerson therapy and um, testimonials, Dr. Gerson's papers, and so forth. So it's, it's a great website, uh, gersonmedia.com. Look in on it. So we've been talking to Betsy Heilman, and she's, uh, she, she was telling us about her encounter with, her first encounter with, uh, um, uh, with, with Mayo Clinic and finding out that she had this cancer. And the doctor who came into her room to be her primary oncologist and, uh, and took a seat on the opposite side of the room. Betsy, you want to continue back from there? Yeah. So um, I just want to preface this a little bit by saying that you know, through the through the study of yoga, I and and the yoga sutras, I was studied and trained in like the the power of thoughts and thinking and speaking and words and how what you know what that creates in the world. And so, when my oncologist came in and he sat in the chair in the across the room, and he just really looked horrible. Um, and I looked across the room and I thought, wow, that guy really doesn't like his job. So I decided I was going to ask him. I said, he introduced himself. I introduced myself. I said, can I ask you a question? And he says, well, yeah. And I said, do you like your job? (laughs) And he, he was stunned. He was like, he was he he kind of didn't really answer the question and he looked at me and he said do you realize you have terminal cancer and i said to him if we're going to work together i don't ever want you to hear you say that i am going to die <laughs> i i said i i said i if we're going to even go forward from this point I need to hear you promise me that not only will you not say that I am dying, but you won't even think it. And <laughs> so he reluctantly agreed. And You're not used to hearing so we that kind of thing from together. patients. Here's... Hello. Yeah, we ended so we ended up working together for two years, which, which is another story in and of in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I was a I'm a you know I was I am a very active with self healing with self health management. I you know right away I, well he you know he told me this is the protocol, this is what we do for what you have. We put you on carboplatinum and taxol. You know we we 
were able to squeeze you in tomorrow morning for an appointment for the chemotherapy. I was terrified. At, at that point, I didn't even know about the Gerson therapy. It was for a few days. I was able to, you know, decline having a port put in, which is really important because the chemotherapy goes right next to the heart. And many people who get chemotherapies through a port end up with heart, you know, a weakened heart um, and heart disease. So, you know, I knew that somewhere in the hospital, someone completely separate from the direct experience of what was going on with me was just seeing the diagnosis and lining up every single thing that they do, you know, all the tests all the blood work, boom, 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 and that I was going to have to really follow my inner wisdom to navigate through what was right and what wasn't. I mean, I had seen the movie Liquid Sky um, years ago, and I know that to run a business or an industry, and, and especially the medical industry, um, you know, there's, it's influenced by how much money they're going to make per diagnosis. So I was going to become a number, which I was given a number within an hour. And then, you know, at that point, you just get into a system that's lined up for you of what comes next. It's very uh, inhuman in a way. So I was able to, um, you know, make decisions to save myself from some of the things, extra things that they do that aren't necessary. So, so, uh, so, right off, right off, you did something that they don't that they don't like, and that's taking control of your own uh, of your own interaction with the doctor, and uh, and 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 saying no, I I don't want this. I want I want something that will encourage life rather than. Uh, rather than an injury. Yeah, I did a, you know, after that that meeting, I went back home and I just right away got on the computer and mm-hmm. right away found where I could access libraries of books. Um, you know, I studied every possible thing I could study about my diagnosis. I wanted to become you know, I wanted a PhD in extra ovarian primary peritoneal carcinoma. Wow. And that was really important. That was really important. That also helped to save my life. And so, uh, so you went home and you, and you found out everything you could. And did you, uh, uh, did you then, what, what, what was the decision process like? How did you get there? Well, I, you know, I did the chemotherapies. When I heard about the Gerson therapy, honestly, I thought it was kind of crazy. It's, you know, five enemas and 13 juices a day for two years sounded to me a little crazy. So, and, you know, I I wanted... I have to say, it does sound like that a little bit. Sounds a little crazy. I wanted, um, you know, I wanted a magic pill, too, you know. Um, So, I... Did, I had two rounds of chemotherapy. It took about four months. And then I met with, I got a, they told me the chemotherapy wasn't working. Uh, they said, at this point, your chances are 
very slim. Basically, they said, at this point, you're, you're going to die. And they said, we, we can put you on these other chemotherapies, but most, it's just going to be palliative for palliative care. Now, you, you want know, to explain palliative to, uh, to people who don't know what that really means? It means to alleviate pain. But not, not to cure you of anything. Right, palliative. It was just to, just to make sure that, you know, I mean, whether or not it's true, I don't know, but they do keep, even though they know a person is going to die, they keep them on chemotherapy because it can reduce the symptoms. Well, excuse me, uh, didn't they just tell you that nobody had ever survived what you survived? Yeah. So, so they know you're going to die anyway. Right, what but the chemo- do they have of giving you any? Uh, you know, reduce, like the chemotherapy might like keep the tumor from go- growing or say you have lymphoma and you have a huge swelling in your neck, like it will reduce the swelling. And, of course, when you're on chemotherapy, you also get a cocktail of steroids because the chemotherapy will, like, kill you immediately if you're not, you know, on steroids because you'll have an allergic reaction to the chemotherapy. Good Lord. You know, it keeps you in a state of function, so it's palliative. So you're, although you're still dying, you're not experiencing the symptoms of that. Mm. So, so that was what I was told, and then I said, I want a second opinion. So they made an appointment for me to meet with the head GYN oncologist at the Mayo Clinic, and I sat with her, and she told me, I've seen hundreds and hundreds of women just like you. Nobody survives. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and what was your response to that? Basically, in my mind, I was, like, not saying to her anything very <laughs> humble. I, I, was, I just thought, there's no way anybody tells me that I'm going to die. It's a whole story about what I thought about her at that moment, actually. But I, yeah, I, I wasn't having it. I just wasn't. And so, and I mean, I listened to what she by said. The way, and that's, that's thank you very kind of... much. And then at that, that was the point that I decided I was going to go to Mexico and get on the Gerson therapy and really, you know, have a Gerson doctor and do it right. So, so that that's a. Um... I think that is is one of the one of the determinants of whether a patient is going to succeed or fail. I think the most the most uh, powerful determinant of whether a patient is going to succeed or fail is whether they uh, whether they fight their doctors um, rather than just going quietly along with everything that they're told. And I think you yeah. you uh, you did that. You I did. Doctor, I was. You said no. I don't believe it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to just die. I'm going to fight for my life here. Yeah. And you. Use uh, a few you know, words. I think that, that you have an advantage that, there. Yeah. You, you have a great advantage there over most people, um, because you live in an incredibly harsh environment, uh, and that you know, upper northern Alaska, uh, where uh, where it takes you know it takes a huge effort just to survive. And then on top of that, uh, you've just been given this diagnosis, and you said, no, I'm a fighter. I can, I can do this. Betsy, we're coming up on another break. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, we have, to, we have to just cut away for a couple of minutes. 
So, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get and we're gonna find out how you got started on the Gerson therapy and uh, and your when when uh, Steve first met you and um, uh, and filmed you and we're going to uh, we're gonna do that right after the break. So this is Howard Strauss, uh, the power of natural healing, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. And we would like you to stop by and look at all the great offerings we have there. We have books, we have DVDs, we have testimonials and Dr. Gerson's, uh, uh, Dr. Gerson's publications. And we hope that, uh, hope that you stop in and see some of this inspiring material. It's just really great stuff. Um, we'll, be, uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes right after the break. And Betsy will t- start tell you all about how she got started on the Gerson therapy and how she continued on it and how she succeeded on it. Stay with us. This is Howard Strauss. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Nine different energy systems make up the energy body. Energy is all around us and connects us. Energy exerts a major control over our biology and is a big reason why you should be tuning in to energy medicine and optimal health with your host, Dr. Ann Deatley. We'll explore energy balance techniques, tips, and patterns to keep your flow of energy optimal to maintain maximal health. By adopting these techniques, you will keep your energy body and physical body in harmony. Listen for Energy Medicine and Optimal Health, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back, folks. Uh, This is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing. Brought to you by Gerson Health Media at www.gersonmedia.com, and we invite you to stop in and take advantage of all the great material that's on there. It's much, most of it is for free. 
you can get uh, you can also buy books and DVDs and uh, uh, all kinds of uh, uh, documentaries. Uh, it's, it's, they're they're really great, um, having to do with the uh, with with the uh, with natural health and with what's happening in this country and uh, and how we're losing our losing our freedom and losing our rights. So uh, there's a lot of great information on there and how to take care of yourself. We're talking with Betsy Heilman, uh, who's talking to us about uh, about uh, her her um, her struggle ten years ago when she had a, a disease that the Mayo Clinic said was not responding to chemotherapy, and uh, the best they could do was keep her uh, in keep her out of uh, severe pain while she died. Uh, at that point, she decided to do the Gerson therapy. Betsy, tell me how you got started. Well, I. I realized because I had studied many of the, you know, food as medicine based treatments that are available for healing cancer and chronic degenerative illness, I could see clearly that the Gerson therapy was the most eliminative, meaning it was the most restrictive in terms of what you could eat or consume, and that also it was the most nutritive, meaning that you were taking in the most nutrients uh, through juicing and eating and the soup and whatnot than the other models. So, you know, for I took three days. I called the Institute. I was unstoppable. Nothing was going to stop me from going. I worked my way through the acceptance procedure, and then within about two weeks, I was headed to Mexico knowing that I was either going to die there or it was going to save my life. Wow. And, but but you had you'd resolved yourself to whatever was going to happen, it was going to happen there. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and so you arrived down there, and uh, my, um, I understand that you had already... You already had um, ascites. Yeah, I presented with 15 pounds of malignant ascites, which You want to explain what ascites are? Ascites is a cancerous fluid that builds in the peritoneal cavity, which is in the abdomen. Um, It's like a sac that holds all your organs. And so, you know, basically my vital organs were being, uh, you know, squeezed and pressed. When I look at the scans, I just can't even believe it. So what you're you're saying is they were were essentially all your vital organs were just giving up their fluids and being being shriveling up. I'm not exactly sure where the fluids come from, but it has to do with the cancer and the vascular system and the breakdown of, you know, that system. That's usually usually, uh, in in conventional medicine, uh, ascites, especially ascites with cancerous uh, uh, cells in it. uh, Ascites are uh, are a um, a sign of terminal uh, disease. Nobody comes back from that. Yeah, ascites is why I had an end stage. One of the reasons I should say why I had an end stage diagnosis, because it's a sign of it's the end is coming. Um, I, 
the Gerson the Gerson uh, clinic as well usually doesn't accept people. Well, back then, which was ten years ago, with ascites because it makes it more difficult um, to for the therapy to work of to course. be uh, completely restorative. So, but like I said, I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> I had already been doing the Gerson therapy my way. So that was one of the reasons why they allowed me to come because I had um, already been, you know, doing the casserole treatments and taking juices and enemas. So there was, you know, they thought maybe there was some possibility. Now, when you'd been there for three days, uh, now this this uh, this this cameraman appeared in your room along with Charlotte, right? Yeah, it was completely unexpected. It was a total coincidence and that I ended been up there three days. Yeah, yeah. And can you can you repeat what you said on the film? This yeah, is the I was already miracle. within three days feeling way better. My the measurement on my stomach had gone down like three inches. Wow. Yeah. And so and so you were very encouraged by that. I, I remember seeing that on the film that you were very encouraged by that. I was very encouraged by that, but I was very encouraged the minute I showed up at the clinic because I, for me, it was this feeling like I had arrived because my whole life I was dealing with doctors and hospitals and places that, to me, I didn't feel the healing there. It was always difficult. I never wanted to get on the medications. You know, I never could really trust or believe the guy behind the desk with the white coat who was fat and his face was full of pimples telling me, you know, don't worry, you're fine, just take this medication. So the minute I got to the Gerson Clinic, I was greeted by other patients. I was greeted by the kitchen staff, which is basically the medicine, where the medicine comes from, the food. I was greeted by the doctors. The patients were like, hi, I'm so-and-so, I have stage three lymphoma, hi, I'm so-and-so, I have breast cancer, every, you're, you know, the, there it was, the, you're encouraged to learn, you're encouraged, when I was learning about my diagnosis at the medical, when I was at the Mayo Clinic and I would go meet with the doctor and say, well, I saw this and studied that and learned this and that, they would say, oh, well, don't, don't do that, don't, oh my. That's just going to confuse you, you know. Just, just trust me. Just do, you know. Let's just, we're just going to follow this protocol. Just trust me, you know. Don't confuse yourself. And at the Gerson Clinic, it's exactly the opposite. Everybody's at the table with their notebooks and their, their, you know, computers, and every we're all learning together. You know, what do you have? How does it work? How, you know? And so that I knew right away I was in a place that was. There was some truth there, you know, and I'm I'm a truth seeker. Mm-hmm. I could feel that. I could feel that that if I was going to heal, this was going to be it. And you saw and you saw yourself improving and feeling better right away. And you also saw the other patients going through the same kind of thing. I did. Well, that's very encouraging, and and that's one of the reasons that we encourage people to go to the clinic is because. They see the people around them healing as well, and it encourages them, in spite of the fact that there are up and ups and downs on the therapy, uh, it encourages them that the people around them are also going through the ups and downs, and yet they keep getting better and better. Yeah, and that they were self, 
health managing, that they, these were people who were like, I know I need to be in charge of the ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was very powerful. The people so, that so I met spent, there, and they, spent, I'm still in contact with a couple of them. It's very, very incredible, incredible people, powerful and, people. And so, so that was ten years ago. Um, and then, so you, so you spent a couple of, a uh, couple of three weeks uh, down there, or how long did you stay? I was there for a month. Uh-huh. Then I also went back. So, so I was at the clinic for a total of six weeks. Okay. Over the two years that, well, two and a half years that I was on the Gerson therapy. And, and, uh, and you did the therapy where? In, in Talkeetna? Or... Yeah, I went, I made all the arrangements from the clinic. Yes. To set my house up and have the organic vegetables and fruits delivered. And then I went back to Alaska and continued the therapy in a little cabin there right off Main Street. Wow. Wow. And, you know, I, when I first saw that film of you, um, and, you know, your, your cancer was serious enough, as, well, considering, you know, I had ascites already. Your cancer was serious enough that, uh, that it was, uh, I, I was, I was really, you know, it, it was going to be hard enough for you to do the therapy. Then when I heard where you were going to be going back to, in the very back of beyond in Alaska, where it's, where it's just horribly difficult to get the organic food, especially in the quantity you need, I was saying, how is she going to do that? My gosh, I did not expect to see you, uh, you know, in a year. I did not expect that. I heard, since, since then I've heard many of my friends have told me, uh, remember when we had that one hug when you were going to leave and go back to Alaska? Well, I thought that was going to be our last hug. Yeah. Yeah, many, oh, many yeah, people and I that. fortunately I well, fortunately, unfortunately, but I couldn't walk very far. I was in so much pain and so I was in a wheelchair and I had a friend who was like helping me get back and forth to the Mayo Clinic for my appointments and she as well was living in Alaska. So when I came back from Alaska, not only did I have an extra fridge the juicer, the Vitamix, um, you know, the order coming already every other week, my case of carrots, my case of apples, my case of romaine. But I had a full-time caregiver oh that my. came to my house at 7.30 in the morning and got me out of bed, gave my, my first juice into my hand and was there for me, you know, all day. And on the weekends, I had... Um, three other women here in Talkeetna who would come and help me on Saturday and Sunday when my primary caregiver couldn't be there because I w- was unable to what a, do what a blessing. therapy what a blessing. on my own. I mean, you know, that, that, takes, that takes some really, really good friends, I'll tell you, really good friends. And, uh, and, and fortunately, you had them. What a blessing. Uh, Betsy, we're, uh, we're coming up on another break. And I would like to uh, I would like to ask you to hold that thought again, um, and uh, we we have to we have to just cut away for a few moments here. And I hope people will stay tuned. And um, you know it's going to be a, a story with a good ending because here Betsy is ten years later, uh, and she's telling you and she's sharing this great story with you, the story of hope, the story of healing, and the story of success 
uh, of a woman who just did not believe that she was going to die, despite everything everyone was telling her. Um, this is Howard Strauss uh, of uh, The Power of Natural Healing. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media uh, at gersonmedia.com, and we invite you to stop in, leave us your email address, and so we can stay in touch with you. We won't use it for anything but that. We will not share it. We will not try and sell you things. We will, we will use it just to communicate good information to you. So... Um, uh, we'll we'll hear uh, we'll hear the end of uh, Betsy's story and a couple of uh, a couple of uh, uh, a couple of final thoughts from her. Um, uh, just in a few moments, stay with us. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Tune in to Your Health Workshop weekly for the most up-to-date information and support on a variety of health issues. Host Mary Showman, a best-selling author and patient advocate, will speak with guests and answer your questions on items like thyroid issues, hair loss, hormone balance, diet, and more. We'll bring you the support and tools so that you can be educated on what to do next when visiting your doctor and other medical professionals. Your Health Workshop airs live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you looking for a 21st century first aid kit? You don't have to suffer nor take on the increasing expense of health care. Tune in to Good Vibrations. Catch the wave to better health. Your host, Lynn Waldrop, will show you how many common and even uncommon aches, pains, and ills can be remedied through sound, color, and light. While it may sound like these are new concepts, believe it or not, these are actually ancient methods that still make sense today. Create a healthy life. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back, folks, to the final segment of The Power of Natural Healing. Today, I'm, uh, I'm Howard Strauss, and uh, we're brought to you today by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. We're talking with Betsy Heilman, a 10-year survival from, uh, from uh, EOPPC, is it? That's it, yeah. And um, something that the Mayo Clinic said uh, th- among the thousands and thousands of patients like that that they had seen, uh, nobody else had ever survived that diagnosis. Nobody else had ever survived it. So Betsy is, uh, you know, one heck of a fighter. Uh, she's one tough lady. And, um, 
and she's actually had a tug of war with uh, with a grizzly bear uh, for a, for a bag of carrots. <laughs> um, uh, definitely a wild woman. I love her. Um, so we know Betsy that um, uh, that obviously the Gerson therapy worked. Um, it was a lot of work for you and a lot of work for the friends who put themselves at your disposal and a lot of expense for all of, to get all of that organic food way up into the back of beyond in, uh, in Alaska, especially in, during, through blizzards and, uh, and 40 below weather and so forth. Um, so w- we know that worked. Um, and you did that for two and a half years, right? I did, yep. What, a, what, a, what an ordeal that must have been. But here you are ten years later, and you're healthy, and you're and you're completely uh, uh, intact, and you're you're in good condition. You look great. You look healthy and 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 present. And uh, you're going around the world helping other people now. Um, is that does that is that something that uh, you enjoy doing? It's very it's very difficult. Um, it's, I think the work is really important. I do spread the word about the Gerson therapy, not only to help people to survive illnesses or alleviate from chronic illnesses, but also because I can see that the Gerson therapy is the kind of thinking and viewpoint that it takes to really understand why we also have to heal the planet, why we also have to heal the air and the soil and the water and be responsible for maintaining the integrity of the environment that we depend on for a correct body function and correct thinking. Um, So... I do that for both those reasons. I spread the word about the Gerson therapy. Well, you're you're just you're just a hero. Um, I, as far as I'm concerned, you're you're a hero. You're one of my heroes. Um, having having looked the beast in the eye, and having stared it down, and uh, you know, and, and that's that's a rare thing uh, to begin with. But um, but it's even more rare. Uh, when you consider that you you did it from one of the most difficult environments to do it in, uh, I, I my admiration is with you. I um, think that it's difficult to do the Gerson therapy anywhere that you do it. Anywhere the patient, but, but, but in the back of beyond is uh, <laughs> virtually impossible. But at the same time, it may also have been easier because I wasn't tempted by all of the stuff that's mm-hmm. going on around me. I basically, right. you know, I ordered my fruits and vegetables. They came to my door. I never went shopping. I, ne- you know, I didn't have to leave. I didn't have to leave the house. I, I knew that I was having to live in a hospice environment or I was going to be in hospice. Right. So, you know, I was single-minded. I oriented myself towards myself. I shut the door on a lot of people that, you know, would question what I was doing. Yeah. You know, friends that were terrified because they would do it different and listen to the doctor said or whatnot, or maybe they just were terrified to see, you know, how ill I was. And so to do the Gerson therapy, as a patient, 
you really have to decide. You really have to commit. You're the one that's going to keep the ball rolling. And that, in order to be successful, is very important. Willpower. Betsy, uh, you know, you were, you were very sickly for, for, uh, for a long time. You had all kinds of ailments for a long time. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. As and so how, tell me if those ailments have also gone away. Yes, as a matter of fact, I don't suffer, suffer from migraines. I don't have chronic infections. I am stronger than I was before. So, so what you're, basically what you're saying is when you, when you started healing, then everything healed, not just the cancer. It really did. I mean, you can see it's, it doesn't take a genius to realize that if you're getting, you know, 15 pounds of fruits and vegetables a day through juicing, all organic, all GMO-free, all from the garden, as much local as you can. I actually even had my own garden and people local that had organic gardens growing produce. And, you know, it doesn't take a genius to realize that that's going to make you everything better, you know. I had skin tags that went away. I had stretch marks that went away. I maintained a healthy weight, and my vision was more clear. My hearing was more, you know, astute. And it's the integrity. I experienced a certain integrity being on the Gerson therapy. Aside from healing, I experienced a certain integrity of being a human being relative to being on the planet that was just incredible, and, and I miss it. And tell me, tell me, Betsy, what would you recommend to someone else who had the same kind of diagnosis as you? I would say call the Gerson Institute. You can, it's the number, what, one, what is it, one eight seven seven four 888 and the number four, and then Gerson, 888-4-GERSON. Eight, call 888-4-GERSON and get yourself to the clinic. Get yourself yeah. to one of the Gerson clinics and take charge. Betsy, you've been just absolutely wonderful, and uh, and and you know I admire you, and uh, you're one of my heroes, uh, as are all of the Gerson therapy patients who have recovered all over the world. They're my friends, they're my heroes, and uh, and I admire them tremendously. We're at the end of our program, and, uh, and I want to offer you my thanks and the thanks of everybody who's listening uh, for, your, for your courage and for your uh, integrity and for your great story. Thanks for sharing it with us, Betsy. You're welcome, Howard. So be it. Always a joy to talk to you, and it was a joy to see you uh, down in San Diego uh, a few months ago. Thank this you. Is, this is Howard Strauss, uh, The Power of Natural Healing, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, where you can find all kinds of great stories about other patients like Betsy who have recovered from terrible diseases on the Gerson therapy, uh, testimonials, uh, documentaries, and, um, and, and books in many different languages uh, on how to do the Gerson therapy and how to get well from these intractable supposedly incurable diseases. Tune in again next week. We're going to have a great medical journalist uh, from Canada who documents the uh, corruption in medicine in Canada and the United States. And uh, she's just written another book, and I, uh, I, I really hope you can uh, tune in next week.
This is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing. We'll see you next week. Stay healthy. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week.